0: As you are led upstairs, Deckard, Mm -hmm. the butler introduces himself a little bit to you. So I do want you to know that in signing this, you are also taking me and Miss Elise on with you. This estate will be transferred to you, and so will we. Well, the three of you, in a weird way. The attorney will explain a little bit more about this. but. I just wanted to introduce myself as Abraham Wilkins.
1: Well, (laughs) Mr. Wilkins, it will be a pleasure working with you. Indeed. If we are going to have uh, that form of working relationship, maybe you can do me a little favor now.
0: And what would that be, sir?
1: Can you get me a little more information about the site where the tree was found?
0: Yes, it is actually at back, um, past the gardens, kind of on the edge of the property. We ended up not doing anything with it when creating the house, but it was a bit of an eyesore, so it did get removed.
1: Good. Thank you, Mr. Wilkins. And the only other thing I would ask for now, besides a good glass of brandy, would be... Could you possibly gather those books from Ox from the Oxford Library for me? And just have them sitting on the table in the library for me to take a look at after I'm done in here. Oh, very well. Thank you, Mr.
0: Wilkins. Anytime, sir. He goes ahead and opens the door, and you see Mr. Grayson sitting inside.
1: Mr. Grayson! Deckard, Deckard Lazarus, I know we were introduced just a. To- few minutes ago, but manners maketh man.
0: I agree, sir. If you would please take a seat. Of course. So, I would like to go over the terms of this agreement, and as a personal friend of Mr. Amesley, I would like you to reject them. I do not think that he is all there right now, and erring on the side of caution, and I know that you all have wholly met him today i would advise just give him a little bit more time i'm sure that he will write you into the will again but give him some time to get over this and maybe go see a therapist or
1: you know mr grayson we're already on the same path of thinking i'm already not in favor of this will as i do not agree with parts of the subject matter burning this house will not fix anything and I cannot agree with that and I believe we can help Mr. Ainsley just give me time Mr. Grayson absolutely
0: All right. well if you are adamant about not signing the will I don't believe I have to read everything to you so if you would like to go back downstairs and wait with them you're more than welcome to
1: before I leave I would actually like to seek, because if I'm to help Mr. Amesley, I potentially might need your help, Mr. Grayson. I just need to know, can I count on it?
0: Uh, absolutely. Mr. Amesley is a friend of mine. Alright, fantastic.
1: Then, you have my word, Mr. Grayson, and I reject the terms of the signing of this will. And, in case anyone else is listening, I will figure out your secrets, house. And
2: Deckard, like, squints his one good eye as he looks around <laughs> the walls.
0: As you say that, the lights in that room flicker.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Grayson, please be careful.
0: Roll sanity. <laughs>
3: yes. <laughs> cut, 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 yes! Yes! yes. Oh no! <laughs> oh, no! I failed so oh. bad.
2: Amazing. I'll take it. I I don't mind what happens.
0: So, roll me a d4, please. But of course. I got a three. All right, so the instant reply of the house lights flickering on and off about three times, It just on, off, on, off, on, off. You're just like... I was not expecting that, but at the same time, being Deckard Lazarus, you probably were, but, yeah, it still takes you off guard and you see Amesley or not Amesley, you see- Grayson? Grayson. Well, I didn't know he was having trouble with the power. It was just a very weird event for you, and you just kinda jump a little bit. You drop the pin that was handed to you on the desk and you just, well, it belongs there anyways.
2: oh so, Deckard, little disheveled, he's- Even though he's a little off-put by it, a little smile appears, because Deckard now
1: knows. I'm going to prove this to Gabriella yet. She will not be able to deny. Oh, she maybe will. I don't know how much of a skeptic she is.
4: (laughs) Also, you've proved that the house is listening.
2: So, Deckard is going to shake Grayson's hand, because Deckard believes every gentleman's agreement must have a shaken hand at the end.
0: And he shakes your hand back and escorts you to the door.
2: Deckard is, one last time, as, as he leaves him, he's just going to ask him. Proceed with
1: caution, Grayson. You never know who might be listening, so please be careful.
0: Very well, sir. And he closes the door behind you.
2: Alright, so Deckard will go back to go join Toria and Gabriella, but he's thinking about going to the library right after that. All right.
4: That took a little longer than expected.
2: Deckard is looking around to make sure there's no one else in the room with us at the moment.
0: The butler seems to be still in the library, the maid and the cook. You can hear them audibly chatting in the kitchen as they're doing dishes, and you haven't seen Amesley anywhere.
1: Miss Victoria, Miss Gabriella, I'm going to ask for your trust, because I have just rejected the offers of the will. Me and Mr. Grayson agree that that is not right to sign. I wish to pursue to help Mr. Aimsley. So I will not sign that will. I hope that you too will proceed to reject the offers as well.
4: at the house burning beds that got you to stay away.
1: It's more than that. It was during our entire conversation. It just the facts and... Something strange happened near the end of me leaving the office with Mr. Grayson. There's more at foot here, and we must be careful.
4: definitely did get the feeling that something strange is going on here. Especially since he got the three of us to come.
1: And I would just like to lay all my cards on the table and let you know what I, what I am doing. I have rejected the will. I will be proceeding to the library. I wish to look at those books that have come from Oxford Library, but I am going to be taking a look at where the site was with a tree. I think that is our first piece of the puzzle, and I pray you two will join me along in
5: my investigation.
4: I'd also like to see it.
5: I'd be happy to join you in the library after I talk with Grayson, see if he's on the up and up.
0: And then the butler comes in. Ah you're all here now. So, I have the books in the library prepared for you, sir, and I also was told to bring up the next one who is willing to come with me.
1: Yes, thank you so much, Mr. Wilkins, and I will be heading to the library. Hopefully, I will see you too, after you are
5: done. Of course, and Gabriella steps forward. Let's make this fast. I have some interesting ideas. I need them all over.
0: Absolutely. I will take you up now. If you'll follow me, ma'am. Of course. And he goes ahead and leads you out the door, up the stairs to the rooms on the right. And as he opens the door for you, you see inside, and it's kind of this turquoise room. And you see out the window. This is also what you saw, Deckard.
2: Mmm. Gotcha.
0: Just giving it a little bit of description now. You see out the window is. Mr. Amsley, standing beyond the garden, looking at the border of his property. And you see Mr. Grayson is kind of watching him as well. He's a little startled by you in turn.
5: He should get inside, it's going to rain soon.
0: I'm worried about that man. He seems to be under a lot of duress and quite, quite. guilt. Mm-hmm. Anyways, as I asked Deckard, uh, Mr. Lazarus, I would definitely prefer you not to sign this will. Um, if it is money that you seek, I am sure that under good, a good state of mind, he'd be willing to fund your research and anything, but I do pray that you give him a little bit more time to really think this over.
5: Interesting. What are the terms?
0: Well, as he said, you would receive the bulk of his money. There would still be some for paying his servants, but you would receive all of his money as funds for your research, but you would also have to burn this house down. Of course, we have talked with local authorities and they will be on call for when that day comes, but as for now, those are the terms other than making sure that his servants are of and get to places where they are treated well
5: hmm. I could do a lot with that and some ashes have never really been too concerning for me I appreciate your concern Grayson but and she pulls out the notebook and flips to the back where she keeps the ledger and looks it over makes a little bit of a grimace and closes it I'm going to have to sign that will. this is an
0: opportunity I can't pass up I completely understand. I know that you are um, a psychoanalyst, correct? Yes. I'll keep in contact with you if we do find that he is not of sound mind. Of course. Uh, but we will make sure that you are accommodated for your work as well.
5: And if you find anything of that sort, I'm sure that invalidates the will anyway. So Absolutely. Either way, your concerns are met. And she takes a pen and
0: signs it. Alright. And he rises up and extends his hand to shake.
5: She stops for two seconds, like, waits, looks him up
0: and down, and then shakes his hand. A little bit of a force of habit, but... Anyways, if you will send in the last one of your group. Of course. I believe Mr. Lazarus is going to the library if you want to join him there or if you want to step outside and see if you can get that madman inside.
5: I might see about that. Maybe have a smoke as well.
0: Absolutely. And he goes ahead and escorts you to the door and closes it behind you unless you have anything else you'd like to say to him.
5: No, she she nods like he's doing his job. Gabriella heads downstairs and asks the butler to take her to Bosco and she kind of pokes her head in the library and goes... Our host is outside. I'm going to go fetch him.
0: Before you do that, you see that Bosco has been brought in. He is being well taken care of. There's actually a room off to the side that looks like it was supposed to be a garage, but it is well ventilated, and there's a little dog bed there for him. Oh, perfect.
5: She slaps her her thigh twice, and Bosco immediately gets up, stands at attention, kind of like pads over. And yeah, she goes by the library, pokes her head in, and let's Deckard know. Mm. Oh. Is there a problem? Um... Uh,
1: I think you should be careful. Maybe
5: don't approach him. Right, I'm just gonna sort of generally yell in his direction so that he can come back inside before the storm hits.
1: If anything seems off, please call for me. I will be there
5: right. as quickly as possible. I am trained in medicine. If he's ill, I can administer first aid. But I will also call for your aid if things were to get, um... What's a word that you would use? Uh, spooky.
4: <laughs> oh, that <laughs> phrasing. Oh, rude.
1: <sighs> there could just... This just takes me back to my university years again.
5: Oh, it's always good to feel young. And she she smiles and leaves. Them. <laughs> <laughs> she also stops by the the like waiting area. It's like, oh, and um, Grayson is ready for you as well.
0: So Lazarus, while you were in the library, mm-hmm. you start sifting through the books, and that's about the time that Gabriella comes in. As she leaves, you go ahead and you look over again, and you see that uh, there are some books on what just seems to be English history. There are some pagan references. There are, there's times where the Romans have come in to play the Normans. You see, see just a bonviant feast of books, if you will. Mm-hmm. Could you roll me in a cult check and I'm looking for an extreme success.
2: Are you kidding me? I got an 86 oh, no. out of 70.
0: Would you like to push the roll? Yes, I would. What do you, um, push the role?
2: So I just have to explain how I'm really going to get into this, right? hmm Okay. So, Deckard, this is when he's going to pull out a little notebook of his journeys with Niche. <laughs> and really flipping through the events that they have gone through together. And just comparing it to what's going on right now. And... With what I'm looking at in the history books, specifically, am I noticing anything?
0: Go ahead and roll again.
2: Okay, I didn't get an extreme success, but I did get a success this time.
0: You didn't get an extreme success, but with this regular success, you are able to pick through the books that have been assembled for you, and you do find one book on what seems to be druid lore. (sighs) It details monsters, spells, the Book of Cycles. That's what it's called, at least. It's called the Book of Cycles, and you're racking your head just like, I've never, never heard of this. Mm-hmm. It's written in English, it's plain English. It seems to be translated from ancient version of English, Celtic. Oh, would you like to flip through it?
2: Yes. Okay. I would love to flip through that.
0: Roll a d4 for me.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. We got a four!
0: All right. Now roll roll the sanity check that I was supposed to ask for first.
1: Mm
2: -hmm.
0: I got a success. Congratulations. You do not take that four damage. (laughs) (laughs) Okay.
5: The books could hurt us. I forgot that part. (laughs) I forgot. Knowledge is dangerous. Yeah. Yeah, the book takes Mm -hmm. out a knife and stabs your brain.
4: Knowledge is dangerous, and you've got at least one person that's insanely curious about pretty much anything.
5: Remember, kids, don't read.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I might, I might be reconsidering what I was going to be doing next.
5: (laughs) Hell yeah!
0: You do gain one Cthulhu mythos, yay! And as you are reading through it. You're starting to get the feeling that this isn't just your typical ordinary book. This is this is something that it goes deeper than just oh, spooky stories and mm-hmm. wives' tales. It's you find this to be quite legit, and the fact that it nearly racked your brain, you definitely get the sense that there's something about this book that you probably should keep reading about. It details the relationships between the ancient druids and they a deity by the name of Basidia Guarangia is the strange pronunciation. You haven't really ever had those words in your mouth before, but it's... It's odd. It's definitely something off the beaten path, but you do get the sense that if you were to spend some time and read this, you would definitely come away at least more knowledgeable about some aspects of the world. Okay. Specifically, if you were to spend seven weeks studying it, you'd have a full understanding.
2: Decker's going to make a note that this would be a book he'll be asking Ames if he can borrow. But for now, he's going to make several notes. And with much hesitation, he's going to go wait in the lobby area for Victoria because he wants to talk to her about, about this.
0: Okay. And as you're closing it, on the back you see what looks to be this Celtic wheel that's embroidered in green. Mm. Mm. And you go back downstairs, and as you're going downstairs, you see uh, Victoria coming upstairs to go meet with Mr. Grayson.
1: Miss Victoria, after you are done, I have something I would like to go over with you.
4: Certainly. I imagine we can have quite a few interesting conversations.
1: Yes, yes.
4: I'll come find you when I'm done.
1: I'll be in the waiting area.
4: Alright. And Victoria continues on upstairs.
0: As you open the door, you're met with the same scene that Gabriella was, where Mr. Grayson is watching through the window as the storm is getting much closer and you're starting to hear more thunder, more lightning. And can I
4: see Ainsley standing outside?
0: You do see Amesley standing outside, and about this time you see Gabriella. You hear Gabriella calling for him. We'll get to Gabriella after you are done with your meeting with Mr. Grayson. Oh, welcome in.
4: As Victoria notices him standing outside, she's gonna ask, Does he normally do that?
0: He has fallen into quite a few bouts of insanity and. I've come by a couple of times and his servants are worried and when I came up here and watched him the first time I noticed him doing this, the servant went out and he turned and uh, resorted to violence against her and it seemed like he came out of it and apologized profusely, but that servant didn't come back. It's been strange to watch an old friend lose their mind like this
4: so you've been working with him for a while I'm guessing
0: yes I used to do all of the litigation for the many cases that came up for his oil drilling and over time we became friends but never seen anything like this before not from him he always had it together
4: did the strange thing start happening around when he built this house if you don't mind my asking
0: not immediately, at least. Again, we were still barely acquaintances when he built this house, but... As we became closer friends, I did start to notice stranger and stranger things happening on the ground. Nothing that can't be explained through just being scared of the dark or creatures stalking around. they have been known to do that, but still...
4: Strange things do tend to happen in old places like this. Yes.
0: Anyways, I'm sorry. On to the signing. And goes ahead and puts a pin in your hand. As I asked your friends, or, well, your acquaintances, I would prefer that you not sign this. I honestly think that he is not of right mind, and we should just keep an eye on him for now. I'm sure that... After some time and delegation, he might rewrite the will, perhaps consider more of his family in this, to which he does have quite a few members of his family.
4: Is this to be the first time someone wealthy decided to give money to people other than their family, especially if they're well off too?
0: No, his family lives in near abject poverty. He has not given any money to his children. He has cut them off completely. His wife died a few years back and he's been inconsolable about her death
4: i had no idea
0: yeah no one did anyways
4: It certainly does seem to be in a strange state yes our correspondences have mostly been around research but still this has been concerned for a number of reasons
0: well the choice is yours if you sign it i will honor it make sure that everything is accounted for. If you do not sign it, I completely understand and you have my thanks.
4: Have you made any attempts to certify his sanity recently?
0: Yes, I have. And the test came back that he is under all intents and purposes sane.
4: Might still be in his right mind, just has something going on.
0: True. But either way, the choice is yours.
4: Question Is there a stipulation on when we're supposed to burn the house down?
0: After his passing.
4: Is there a time period?
0: There's no time period, it is just you must burn it down at some point. I will probably be talking to him about getting a time frame for that on what he wants to happen with that. He has this strange funeral planned out that he would like to have happen.
4: That's strange.
0: And the burning of the house is part of that, so I I would I would assume about the time that the funeral happens. Putting two and two together now.
4: It's certainly an odd stipulation.
0: Yes, definitely is. What do you think?
4: I think I might wait for now until we get more information on that part at least. Hopefully, I can convince him to still let me look at those books. It'd be very curious to learn more about his research into the Fae.
0: Alright, well, thank you. And he goes ahead and takes the pin out of your hand and walks you to the door.
4: Thank you for your honesty. I'm gonna go check on my new associates. Sounds good. Might check on Gabriella, because I think she was going out to bring him in.
0: Alright, so you go downstairs, and before you do this, Gabriella. Yes. As you're standing outside, is Bosco with you?
5: Yeah, Bosco's with
0: me. Bosco doesn't seem to want to leave the house. Huh. You've never known Bosco this uncertain about going anywhere.
5: I get down on one knee. I look Bosco in the eyes. Hey,
0: are you okay, Bosco? Can you just hear this whimper come from Bosco?
5: Huh. Well. Tell you what, Bosco, I don't like thunderstorms much either. You stay here, and if you see anything, and she like looks around. There's no one else around, but she like smiles at it. You see anything spooky? You you bark your, your damn head off, okay?
0: You hear the whimper again, and as you step outside the threshold, you feel Bosco's teeth go into your trousers and kind of pull you backwards.
5: Oh, All right. I try to yell from the door so I don't have to like upset Bosco anymore. Mr. Ainsley, Mr. Ainsley, wait.
0: And the wind starts blowing.
5: The the storms rolling in.
0: Does he respond? He's just standing there.
5: Feels weird to just leave him out here. Not anything that would like make a loud noise. I'm gonna tap Bosco on the head and have him let go. And Bosco obeys. Bosco. You bark like a madman and fetch everyone in the house if anything happens to me, okay?
0: Bosco nods.
5: He's a good boy. For listeners at home, Bosco is to remain cool and safe at all times. He just runs away if there's danger. Because I don't want something horrible to happen to my boy. But he's good at guarding against human threats, like not horrible nightmare threats.
4: All pets should have, like, the most intense blood armor.
5: Yeah, completely unconditional plot of unity, but I will not be abusing it, but Bosco's smart, he knows.
0: But yeah, I step outside. Okay, you step outside and Bosco whimpers a little bit and kind of slays down on the ground of the doorway and just watches very intently, not looking at you, but looking past you at Mr. Aimsley. Alright,
5: I cross the garden. Does anything like jump out at me as bad times? Do I see like people in the gardens?
0: Roll spot hidden.
5: I succeeded.
0: So, as you are walking through the garden, you don't notice anything that is immediately threatening. You just see just a couple statues, you see wonderfully kept hedgery, nice stone pathway, and a fountain in the middle, and getting past it you see uh, mr. Amesley kind of just standing on the edge of the property which goes kind of into these darker woods beyond and he's just standing there just staring
5: mr. Ainsley we we should really get inside my, my dog does not like the sound of this at all and I'm I'm liking this a lot less too he still
0: doesn't answer no and you should roll me a sanity check oh that's what I thought that's what I thought, I'm fine. Okay. You're fine. But, I would also need you to roll me a dexterity check.
5: That's less great, that's less great. Oh!
0: And, you start hearing Bosco barking loud. Oh, I, I immediately turn around. And as you turn around, you see a hooded figure, and you feel something grab at your waist. Ah! And- You back, and you feel Thorn stabbing you, not damaging them. Then you feel something kind of like cover your mouth, Mm. and you are unconscious.
5: Ah! They got me! Mm. (sighs) Oh boy!
2: I just want to say, listeners at home, I just had the biggest aha moment as I was sitting here reading my notes, because <laughs> I just read something and I went, "Oh my Look, god!" Look,
5: somebody has to be, somebody has to be the Daphne in our Scooby Gang, and I guess today that's me. <laughs> <laughs>
4: This might be your, your come-to-Cthulhu moment when you realize this I, is I, I,
5: I, I, You know what's real is a dude who just kidnapped <laughs> me. Gabriella.
0: <laughs> so, on the inside, you start hearing the dog barking very loudly, and then stops. As you're coming down the stairs, Victoria, you start to see the lights flickering on and off, on and off, and you hear a Bosco whimpering as... Bosco lays on the ground in the front foyer.
4: She's gonna reach down and pull the knife out of her boot. Nice. And flip it around to where she's holding it in a very defensive posture.
0: The lights turn off completely. And Deckard... Mm Mm-hmm. Are you back in the library?
2: (sighs) Well, he was going to be in the library, but... Oh yeah
1: yeah what happens
0: so the lights are out in the library too the lights are out all over the house and you hear the dog barking you kinda of pass it off as just like dogs really hate the storm and the lights go out and you're kinda of left in the dark not really able to see anything
2: <sighs> I think this is the one because Decker's just been like lost in thought and that's when he's just he looks at the book He's like,
1: uh, A green Celtic wheel. Green. Oh, sh- Oh shit. <laughs> green wheel.
3: Victoria!
2: <laughs> <laughs> he goes and kicks the door and starts going to run outside.
4: Victoria, since she was on the staircase, she's pressed her back up against the wall and is continuing her way down the stairs slowly so she doesn't trip down the stairs, feeling out in front of her to see if she's Reach the landing yet?
0: It's difficult to see anything, but as you continue down the stairs, you see Bosco and there's a flash of lightning, and it kinda it's blinding for a second. And you look down again. And next to Bosco, you see Gabriella.
4: She wants to scream, but she's not going to.
5: How do I look? Do I look like unconscious? Like what what's the
0: You look very unconscious.
5: Okay, so I'm, like, passed out on the foyer.
0: Passed out on the foyer.
4: Can I tell if she's breathing?
0: You're unsure in the darkness. You'd have to run up to her and check.
4: She's still moving. Slowly, but maybe a little faster now. She's like, I need to go check on her.
0: As you do, you hear Victoria coming from upstairs.
4: She just kind of rolls her eyes a little bit about uh, the, the creepy stuff is going on and you're screaming now <laughs> but she's just moving slowly and keeping her ears out for anything that doesn't sound like her other new friend having a panic because there's someone and or something here that knocked gabriella out hmm. do i hear anything aside from Decker and thunder
5: super tense yeah no I'm worried. Yeah. yeah john yeah. you still there are you there we can't oh.
3: hear you. Oh, oh shit! great. <laughs> yeah, I was like,
5: this is really tense. Uh, it's like, like, You're don't really keeping me us here man. suspended, yeah. <laughs> I'm about to have a heart attack. It's
1: like, what's <laughs> happening? What's going on? <laughs> so,
0: you start to hear people moving into the foyer area. You hear the butler first uh, walking in. Is everybody okay? And you see the maid coming in and the, the cook. Victoria, you've kind of descended the stairs at this point. You are to Gabriella. You're able to check her pulse if you'd like to roll medicine or first aid. Okay. Oh, nice. Hard success. She is still breathing.
4: Does it look like she got hit or like she got drugged?
0: With how good of a first aid check that is, you do see this yellow-like powder around her nose.
4: She's gonna take the hand that doesn't have a knife in it and pull her sleeve over her hand and start, like, Gently brushing that off.
0: How do you discard it, or do you just like pat it off on your clothes?
4: Her first is just getting it off of Gabriella's face, and then she'll find something else to get it off of her sleeve with. Maybe, like, once it's done, roll up her sleeve so it's at least encased in fabric as she tries to get Gabriella to rouse.
0: Gabriella. Yeah. Go ahead and roll me a constitution check
4: you're being gently patted on the face
0: <laughs> you wake up suddenly <laughs>
5: <sighs> uh, uh. <laughs> okay we have some some unintended guests and I don't think Ainsley's okay they were in hoods but not th- like they were like hooded brown robes and one of them I think got me with something huh they brought you back to the house too oh yeah no we're oddly considerate of them to do that I thought they were just gonna leave me out there why did they
4: bring me to the house? Victoria's responding quietly. I I don't know how, how Gabriella's being.
5: Yeah, no. I Gabriella's like last memories, just passing out in the garden. Okay, okay. So yeah, we're not we're not good. Ainsley's probably in danger, which is great for our will situation, not so great for his livelihood situation. I don't know what to do. I thought this was gonna be a normal, if slightly off-putting day. She just sits up
0: and starts petting Bosco.
4: Where's everyone else?
0: Have you left the library yet, Deckard?
2: Oh, Deckard is running downstairs now.
0: Okay, so Deckard comes down the stairs and you see him like in a panic. Are you holding the book?
2: Yes. Okay. And the the first thing Deckard is... He actually has the book and his
1: notes. He's going to look at Victoria and go, Miss Victoria, what were you told? I think I'm close to figuring this all out.
4: I was told he's not in his right mind that he's started spending more time outside and sometimes getting violent when people try and bring him in. It's like something else was controlling him.
1: Anything else? Has anything new happened recently in his life? Any big events? Like, life-changing events? Was there a death in his family?
4: Yeah, his wife. And he's cut the rest of his family off, doesn't speak to his kids.
1: Okay. I think
5: I've got it.
4: Also, someone tried to kidnap Gabriella.
5: Kidnap is a strong word. I think, if anything, they tried to knock me out and succeeded, and then brought me to the foyer. Hi, Deckard. So you know those green circle jerks we were talking about? They're they're here outside. Ainsley's probably in danger. Forget about Ainsley. Uh oh. It's a trap. It's all a trap. Yeah, no, as someone who was just knocked out, I it, it worked. The trap worked. Gabriella, they want to use us.
1: I think we are being... that, these, that this Green Wheel group wants to use us in some form to, spread, to release their deity. And that potentially Aimsley might be possessed by this deity as well. So first of all,
2: Deckard's running to the door
1: to slam it shut. <laughs> just,
4: like, <laughs> Before he slams the door shut, if I look out, can I see Amesley?
0: Amesley's not there. He would
5: be in the back, right? But the door is still open. Oh, okay.
2: Deckard is pulling out his revolver at the same time.
1: Everyone bring weapons but me? <laughs> you goddamn right, Gabrielle. You must be
5: prepared for every situation. Oh, goodness, I'm gonna go grab a knife or something.
0: And the cook is just like... Uh, right right this way.
4: Victoria's, like, patting her pockets to see if she has a pocket knife. Uh,
5: know the butler offered to give me a knife. I'll take him up on it.
0: The cook takes you into the kitchen. Just, I don't know about you, but I, I'd like a knife too right but now.
5: <laughs> yeah, no, you, yeah, you, we should all take knives. I have a dog. That's That'll be great.
4: Are there any flashlights? Not to necessarily use, but I imagine it would hurt getting hit with one.
0: I believe that there should be flashlights in the closet. Has anybody seen the attorney?
5: Oh, he would still be upstairs.
4: <sighs> Last time I saw him, he was upstairs.
0: Wonder why he hasn't come down yet.
4: Oh, I hope he's not involved in this, because he was trying to get us to not sign the will. I, I wonder if I should have.
0: Well, no time for regrets now.
4: I don't like this. I knew it, it was all a trap!
0: Deckard is just yelling
1: as he's going for the door to close it.
2: So
0: as you're going for the door...
5: Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love that pause. That pause works great.
0: You don't see Amesley outside at all. You just see this Doberman that looks very much like Bosco. Oh,
4: shit.
5: Shapeshifter, I see. <laughs> <laughs> I could love Deckard.
4: Did you just say shapeshifter?
5: Is is regular Bosco still inside with me?
0: At least you believe so.
5: Yeah. Wait a minute. Yeah, because Bosco was oh, in no. the house and would have stuck with me the whole time. Because <laughs> that's.
4: I- I'm imagining Victoria can't see this, so she's gonna be like, "What are we dealing with here?"
2: <clears throat> Deckard. No. One might think Deckard would probably try shooting it. No, 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 no. That doesn't work on shapeshift. Everybody knows. <laughs> Deckard just calmly is just at the door and he's just... Nope.
1: <laughs> he's just gonna close calmly try to close
0: it. We're all a spot hidden for me.
1: Yes.
5: Gladly. And the dog is the second dog. I'm...
4: Oh, no! Wait, was yes. I right? <laughs>
0: Woo. You close the door. Oh, thank
5: God.
2: But, uh... Wait a minute, I don't like how fast that was answered.
5: Yeah.
0: So, what would you like to do now, Deckard? <laughs>
4: <laughs> what did the shapeshifter look like?
2: Deckard's going to turn around and go,
1: Gabriella.
5: Yes? Are you sure that's your dog? I do my basic set of commands for Bosco.
0: Bosco follows through with all of them.
5: I don't see any reason why it wouldn't be.
0: It looks very much like Bosco.
5: Yeah, can I... Can, I don't know, I, <laughs> like, that phrasing has me a little sus now, can I, can I check? I don't like this!
0: <laughs> We're all spot hidden on Bosco. Why do
5: you suspect my dog? That's
0: rude. It seems very much to just be Bosco. Okay. Oh thank
5: God. Why are you making me worried about my dog? I just got kidnapped, almost.
0: Remember, the dog has plot armor.
5: <laughs> the dog um. is fine. But but the shapeshifter Everyone. dog, that's a whole different thing.
4: Is the closet with the flashlights nearby?
0: The closet with the flashlights is nearby, and the butler has opened it up and has flashlights for everybody. Oh, perfect.
4: Cool. Victoria's gonna grab one. How about we go check on our lawyer friend? Absolutely. Wait. All together.
0: I'd hate to see anything bad happen to Mr. Grace.
2: Deckard is going to run in early out of breath and look at everyone and go,
5: Wait, before you leave... We're we're all going together. Yes,
4: we're all going together. Forgot
1: Still, come here. Mm -hmm. And
2: Deckard's going to put a little drawing on the back of his hand. And he wants to do that to everyone else's back of their hands.
4: Victoria goes along. Well, actually, do I recognize this symbol?
2: It's just a normal symbol.
1: It's not the green wheel. It's just, he's just doing it so... Just in case, if any of us become separated, and the first person you meet, ask them to show you the, the drawing on their hand.
4: Oh. Uh, I thought you were going to go with the warding thing, but that makes sense, too.
5: I go to the, the icebox, and I take out some jam, and I just put it on Bosco's head, and, like, dye a little patch of his fur red. <laughs> and I'm just like, he's very well trained. He we won't lick it off.
0: He doesn't lick it off.
5: That is the most adorable thing I've ever seen. Great. Why are we drawing on our hands? I'm just kind of following along here. Shapeshifters. Just in case you get grabbed by the hooded figure again, you can
1: see who to trust. Yes, we'll go with that.
5: Right, because if, if they have a symbol on their hand, then it's one of us. And Gabrielle yes. looks
0: around at all of the staff. You don't see the maid there anymore.
5: Oh, God. You hear one of the
0: doors open, the one that leads outside.
5: Oh, oh, mmm, mmm, that's not good. You mentioned shapeshifters, is this, like, like a joke, or a symbolism type thing? Like we don't know who to trust? No. Gabriella, I need you to be...
1: open your mind a little. Yeah. Besides, the hooded figure, there's something outside of our understanding. Right. I do not think that was Ainsley we have been speaking with this entire night. This is a trap. Pray for something is playing with our
5: minds. But who would want to trap us? We're not related to any of Ainsley's grievances.
0: Out of character, me.
4: (laughs) Could be any number of reasons.
5: (laughs) (laughs) The keeper steps out. It was me. (sighs) It was me all along
4: oh victoria's gonna turn to the rest of the staff and ask are any of you feeling that i should step outside right now
0: no not really
4: do you know any reason why the maid would have just gone outside
0: i don't necessarily know she was shaking and then you hear a scream come out from outside
1: Ah! don't go out there
2: there's someone in danger decker victoria and Deckard shows her the shows her the back of the book that has the green wheel symbol.
5: Oh, what do you know? We, we did a little research project. Well, I was getting kidnapped! And she walks out she goes over towards the screaming maid.
1: No! Bosco! Stop her!
4: Bosco does to the.
5: Yeah, I have Bosco with me to like attack whoever's attacking the maid, because again, I've only seen some hooded figures being assholes.
0: Bosco is not moving.
5: Bosco's not moving? Ugh.
0: Bosco is whimpering and not gonna move at all. Oh, okay. Good
4: boy. As Gabrielle was leaving, Victoria was gonna gesture to the group and say, draw, I'll go." situations like this best to st- stick together. And the dog doesn't move, and Victoria ch- says, Oh, that's probably not a good sign. Dogs are very sensitive to things we don't always catch.
1: I, I think you should trust your dog,
5: Gabriella. She's like, heated. But she slows down and she turns around and goes, Great, so let's chat about the green wheel while someone else gets kidnapped. What else would we do? I'm telling you,
1: I'm not saying we should chat about it. I'm just pointing out everything is connected. And it is obviously we have been laid in a trap for a reason. They need us to perform a ceremony. The burning of this estate. Don't you think it's odd, Victoria?
5: You must be seeing it.
4: Definitely is all that he wants the estate burned.
5: So what should we do first to stop this little group? That we have unknown numbers and have definitely already dragged off the maid.
1: Now, this is going to sound odd, but I would like to go outside in the opposite direction. I need to get to the site where that, where that tree was.
0: I'm sorry to let you know, Deckard, but that was in the back where... No! No!
5: Don't! Is that where the dog was? Yeah, that's
0: Other exactly... Dog.
5: <laughs> <laughs> so,
3: oh
2: no. I'd like to go in the oh opposite no. direction,
5: towards the thing that scared me a lot.
2: I'm trying to keep my gr- group as out of danger as possible. But I late. have to do this, because that's where the investigation needs to go. It's too late. We're in danger. Oh. Well...
4: Victoria's going to come upstairs... Hey, Grayson, why don't you come down and join us? Some strange things happening.
0: You don't hear anything. Mm. Should we maybe
5: case the house first before we go running around outdoors? Gabriella,
1: I actually will agree with you.
4: Now I'm really worried about what that contract said. Right,
5: but... None of us signed it, did we? I didn't. Gabriella looks around a little bit. And what if I did?
2: Deckard looks at her and just goes...
5: Names have power! There's that,
4: and did you read all the fine print?
5: Yeah. I had it all read to me. It seemed pretty cut and dry. I would barely have to do anything.
4: Read to you. You didn't read it yourself.
5: Wait, Gabriella. You trusted what was told to you. I looked at the paper? How well did you look at the paper? Did I miss anything when he explained the whole situation?
0: I mean, not necessarily. You looked at the paper. It seemed pretty cut and dry.
5: Yeah. It seemed like a fairly standard contract. I what did you want me to do? Put lemon water on it and look for look for secret messages? Like I wasn't going to do that. Well, let's go find out what I signed my soul to. He
4: wanted us to sign it. Why was he arguing against it? That's my question.
5: I needed the money a lot more than I needed your cryptic warnings, Deckard, and I'll be very honest about that. Well, Actually, Victoria, I think I can answer that. Maybe
1: he was being forced to have us sign the contract, but when he was alone, he could express what he truly felt. But I think that was a folly, because I think something's been listening to us this entire time, and I think it's the house. look around.
4: Now I want to be outside.
1: Because look... Grayson asked us for this, and now
5: we can't find him. We haven't even gone upstairs yet. He could just be knocked out like I was.
4: How did they get upstairs, then?
5: I don't
2: know. Deckard cocks his gun and goes,
5: I'll lead the way. And while we're going up, I turn to the staff, who's, I hope, most of them are still with us. Did any of you see any, I hate to ask, suspicious hooded figures wandering into the house?
0: No, um, there's only really a few ways in, and it's the two doors that you came in, and then one that leads from the cellar, but that one's been locked up for a long time.
5: Okay. Well, they might still be inside anyway while uh, we're all panicking, and I definitely have some gaps. I don't know how I ended up in the foyer, and I
0: follow after Deckard. You guys are going upstairs? Mm Mm-hmm. All right.
4: Yeah, very slowly, and Victoria's like, I wonder why they seem to want us to be in the house. It's almost like something wanted us here. It's a thing to think about.
0: You just walk up the stairs. Would you like to go right, or would you like to go left? He was to the left, right? Like, the room he was in? You remember he was in the right side. Oh, okay. Right side, then.
4: Yeah, we're going that way. And Victoria still has her knife out. And she's holding the flashlight like she's getting ready to club somebody with it.
5: I have Bosco walking with me, but he's he's still afraid, so I'm just...
0: Bosco goes up the stairs with you. Yeah, I'm just patting
5: him and keep keep make, keeping him comfortable.
0: Deckard will head to the right. Okay, so you're all headed to the right, so... You get to the door, and it's ajar.
3: Ooh. It's not
0: good.
1: Deckard, before he... He's not even going to touch the door. He's just going to go, Mr. Grayson are you there no response well we,
3: Decker's going in
4: i was debating because with victoria she might just reach forward and use her flashlight like reach past decker with their flashlight and just nudge the door so it opens more
0: who's the last one to go in i'm gonna
5: stay back with the staff to make sure that they they're with us they
0: Decided to stay downstairs in the foyer. Oh,
5: okay. Mm-hmm. Oh no. Oh, I mean, this place is pretty spooky. I don't, I don't fault them for it. So I guess I would be the last one to go in because I'm not going to stay out here alone.
0: Well, spot hidden before you go in. Hmm. Very good. Good eyes oh, today. Hi.
4: Nice. Mm-hmm.
0: You know, in Call of Cthulhu, seeing things is not always. Oh,
5: don't I know it? The one thing that you want to do.
0: Oh man, oh,
4: it it it's going great. I'm so afraid right now.
0: So those of you who've walked in, the study is completely empty aside from the furniture, the desk, the books, etc. But there's no person in there. Gabriella,
3: mm-hmm.
0: before you go in, you notice that Bosco is kind of pawing at the ground a little bit and seems to be sniffing at something. You notice this, and you follow Bosco Okay. until Bosco stops and points, almost. Yeah. And you look up, and you have a flashlight, right? Yeah, I have a flashlight. You look up, and you see, strewn up on the ceiling of the hallway, seems to be the remains of Mr. Grayson. <clears throat> Dripping blood
5: flying. <laughs> Ah,
0: that's fine, It's fine. Roll me a sanity check. Yeah, that tracks. Oof. You managed to steal your stomach for this, but you still lose one sanity from <clears> throat> this, throat> as that you tracks. see his guts are kind of taken out of his body at this point and strewn out kind of outside of everything. And he's just strung up by the sides of... Flaps coming from his um,
5: stomach. Oh Oh, no. Deckard! We're down
0: one lawyer! You jump and you drop your flashlight.
4: What do you mean? What happened?
5: Wait, I I dropped the flashlight?
0: You drop your flashlight. Ah! And you guys come out, and I need you both to roll me the sanity checks. Oh no.
2: That's a failure! We're doing great!
5: We're doing great! We're doing so good!
0: Victoria, you lose one sanity, and then Deckard, you lose one D four sanity.
3: Oh no! let see.
2: I lose one. Wow!
0: You all are startled at this point. Victoria, you scream. Deckard, what do you do?
2: Oh! Immediately start looking around. Granny, I hold
1: back my hold back my lunch. It's just, mm. oh. Oh, it's just going from bad to worse. Um. Oh, this is great. He was
5: very alive, like half an hour ago. There's something
4: very, very dangerous here.
5: They're very quick with their knives.
4: You still think people did this?
5: How the hell am I still alive?
2: Deckard is calmly going to walk over to the wall, then ask the wall a question. What do you need from us?
0: Did you hear a door open down the hall? I was about to say lost it, but it worked.
4: Are you starting to believe now? No.
0: And you feel a cool draft. We'll see. <laughs> coming from that door.
1: Well, I'm going to go. Well, uh, you too. I think it, I actually think it would be best if we stay together.
5: Right don't want to end up like a maid, hopefully. Unless she's with the cult, then I'm not not as angry or as upset.
4: She was shaking. She was probably somewhat aware of what's going on here, whether she's involved or not.
1: We need answers, and I think that room could potentially have the answers.
5: Let's see what we can find.
4: As we're walking there, Victoria's just very quietly under her breath, just reciting some like Celtic and Irish blessings that she knows for situations like this.
5: Oh, Gabrielle is just like
0: petting Bosco. Like that's all that's all she's got left. At this point, as you get to the door, the wind swings it open. As you see an open window, a bed, and laying in that bed is the skeleton. Of Charles Amesley. That's where we're gonna to end today.
3: Oh my god! Uh, very cool! Uh, oh very oh cool. my god,
2: man, you have got my uh, heart going very wild cool. a minute! God damn it, I knew it! Oh man. I knew that wasn't Amesley!
4: You have been listening to Beyond the Crumbling Veil, a Call of Cthulhu 7E actual play podcast by Styx Helix Productions part of pseudonym social a creative podcast network changing reality one story at a time if you enjoy the show please consider leaving us a review on itunes or podchaser or wherever you're listening because it helps people find us and we appreciate it so much beyond the crumbling veil is DM'd by john foman of sticks helix productions deckard lazarus is played by brian from dungeons and pop Gabriella Slaughter is played by Ian, who you can find in actual place near you, and is at Ian Caliente on Twitter. And Victoria McGuire is played by Brianna Jean, who you can find at Brianna Jeans on Twitter. And doing many of the other shows on pseudonym social.
6: Welcome, adventurers. Draw near and listen. To tales of heroes and villains. That was the last Yonath saw of Ortoval, as a blur of movement pulled Yanov's attention back to the left. Yonath ducked a sword slash aimed at his head. The blow missed so narrowly that he felt the blade clip the top of his helm. Of friendship and laughter. She eats like a pig, Rianox said. Mela froze. Sarkeesian slapped the back of the halfling's head with an open hand. A rare smile split Colfin's brown beard, a low chuckle following, of sorrow and loss. There was no reply. Irwin stood, leaned over Byford's motionless form, gently listening for breath. Get your weekly espresso shot of fantasy on iTunes, Spotify, and many other places where podcasts can be found. Come join the adventure and listen to...
3: Tales from the Dungeon.